Pokemon debates Going one on one like motherfucking duel of the fates Two based men with one massive mission Argue everything in Pokemon with tact and precision Like original show on the internet Two grown men arguing virtual pets How many debates before this friendship divides More importantly who won You decide Hey everybody Holy shit Welcome back to Insufferable Pokemon Media Argument, the podcast. We're back at it again for the fourth time, folks. I am your host, Riley, joined, of course, by the one, the only, the man with the beard, by Odin's beard. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another lovely episode of this here podcast. Let's, uh, let's, how y'all, how y'all doing? Hey. Hey, guys. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> it's yeah. been a minute since we've we've been here on this debate it's, stage. It's uh, it's it 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 has definitely been a minute indeed. Yes. When was the last time we did this? Let me check. I had to I had to have it up for when we look at the votes after what we've been doing in Pokemon anyway. So let's just take a look out of uh, curiosity. I'm also pretty sure that literally nobody voted because I think I've checked recently, but <laughs> we'll find out. Damn, they're lost. If nobody voted it, are we counting as a tie where we both have to do 10 jumping jacks, or will just no ja- jumping jacks been ha- be had? No jumping jacks <laughs> be had, not in, not in my current state. Well, I mean, if, you, if there are votes and you lost, you have to do the jumping jacks. That's the deal. But if there are not votes, we will not do the jumping jacks. Yeah, sure, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you lost, you have to do 20 jumping jacks. That's the punishment. That's we, both, we both do 10 if we tie. Fine. You know what the worst part about it is? I'm not. What? I'm not even gonna check. So you could literally tell me there is, and I wouldn't even. <laughs> I could just lie to you. You could just lie to me and say that there is. <laughs> just, I would. I, I would never do that. I, would, I don't know, man. I don't trust people. <laughs> under, understandable. Not when they have too much power. You sir have too much power. I have too much power. I have the power of looking at the voting when you won't because you're too lazy to do so, which is very understandable. Um, right. Last time we did this was September 2021, so I guess not that long ago, all things considered. Um, close to a year. Close to a year. Pretty close. Um, but yeah, in this monthly show that we agreed we were going to do once a month, here we are. <laughs> Uh, like nine months later, I think. Yeah, <laughs> if my math is right, of which I don't think it is, but some amount of months. But anyway, uh, first of all, we got to talk about what we've been doing. The words, uh, what we've been doing in Pokemon. Uh, by Odin's beard, please, by all means, let us know. Um, I have been playing a lot of this anime ROM, uh, called Pokemon Red Extended. <laughs> this uh, anime ROM. <laughs> Wait, no, what? Pokemon. Oh, okay. Rom. Yeah. Did I say anime ROM? You did say anime ROM. Unintentional if I did. I meant Pokemon ROM called Pokemon Fire Red uh, Extended. It's uh, created by a guy named D. I think it's DJ Tarpa. Tarma. DJ Tarma. And uh, him and. He he's done like all like the main work for it and everything, but he takes like advice and like suggestions and whatnot from like his Discord community that he has on there. I'm on the Discord as well. Uh, I've been on there for a brief like maybe like month or two now, uh, just playing a lot of this game, keeping up on the updates and re-download 
and downloading the updated uh, ROMs and playing it. It's it's pretty good. Um, that's really all I've done in Pokemon. I've been contemplating picking back uh picking back up Pokemon VGC, or at least like just playing like competitively Ooh. like online just for fun. Are you wearing um, headphones, Odin? No. Can this be changed? Not really. Okay, <laughs> don't worry about it. That I'm sure it'll, it's not that bad. It'll be fine. Um, it's just occasionally there's that go. Turn my volume down. It's fine. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but uh, shit, what was I gonna say? Oh, uh, was there anything else that you've been playing uh, before we move on to me? Uh, just Pokemon Sword. Ooh, what you've been doing in Pokemon Sword? Um, trying to slowly get back into doing online competitive play. Okay, cool. Um, as for myself, so I played a little bit more Shield. I, I've mentioned the last couple episodes. I kind of started a little casual run at Pokemon Shield, uh, but I haven't played it much because I don't like it. So I, I, <laughs> I haven't been able to motivate myself to play it all that much. Um, I want to try to beat it again before I write my video about why I don't like it, which I promised that I would. Um, but... <laughs> I don't know. Look forward to that video in fucking 2027 um, when I finally beat this fucking game again. Uh, other than that, Odin, you'll be happy to know. You'll you'll be happy to hear me report uh, that I have also been playing Fire Red Extended quite a bit. Oh, really? Yeah, you sent it to me that one time that you told me about it. And I've yeah. been talking about it on the show for the past couple weeks. And I played it some more this week, too. It's very good. It's definitely a lot more difficult. It's it's more difficult than your like average fire red, but it's also not as like crazy as like a Drayano hack. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like a middle ground there. Yeah. And it's fun. I, I really like it. I have a Milotic named Richard. <laughs> I like him. He's a guy, he's a good guy. <laughs> Solid awesome. individual that Richard. Do you know they they had to have bumped up the shiny chances in this hack, right? Like one in two hundred and fifty five. Okay. Um, <laughs> because... I I restarted my game and soft res uh, restarted uh, for not even five minutes to get a shiny Froakie starter. Yeah, I actually I was a little bit pissed about that, Odin, because it's not your fault because you had no way to have known. But the the inconvenient timing, you sent me the game and I started it one day before the all starter update came out, literally a day. <laughs> So I started with my Bulbasaur, and I got, like, farther enough in the game that I did not want to restart it. And they were like, oh, here's an update. You can pick any starter you want. It's like, oh, cool. I'm glad I didn't start this game a day later so I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I got my I got my Ivysaur. We ballin'. He's going to be a Venusaur by the end of this grinding session that I have in front of me. Awesome. I, I was playing every day for a significant amount of time, but I have fallen off a little bit because I got... I, I say I got access to my TV back. Not that I never, not that I ever really didn't have access to my TV. Uh, but what was going on was I did not have an AC in my room, and it's fucking Florida, <laughs> so that's not good. Um, yeah. And I was operating with a fan, and the only way I could set up the fan conveniently with like an outlet that I had available to me, uh, I couldn't find a way to do that and have it face where I would be watching my TV. So I was doing all my shit on my laptop and I don't like watching shit on my laptop. And that's usually what I do. I usually just like watch shit. That's why I never play video games. 
but I was on my laptop for a while and I don't really watch it on my laptop. So I was gaming more and I was playing Fire Red Extended quite a lot. But now, now that I have a window unit in my room again, I haven't played it as much, but I will, I will pick it back up. I've been, I've been making a conscious effort to like, just play at least some video games every day. Just because yeah. I've I've been falling off of it in a major way. I know that's really weird. It's like, wow, I'm real I'm trying to get my video game addiction back <laughs> that I've lost, that I've overcome. Um But more recently I've been playing Ratatouille on the GameCube has been my video game of choice. Yeah. I can <laughs> see that. Very good game. I don't know if you're familiar with Ratatouille for the GameCube. Um I have seen it. I have not played it personally. That was one of those games that we got for my toddler half brother to to mess around on the GameCube with. Oh, that's awesome! The game is shockingly good for uh, a fucking GameCube or Ratatouille game. Yeah, I had the PS2 version as a kid, which is the same game, and then I have been emulating the GameCube version. It's fun. Um. Anyway, enough about Ratatouille. Uh. Fuck brain. Uh, was there anything else that I wanted to mention that I've done Pokemon wise? Hmm. No, no is the answer to that question. Uh, so yeah, that's it. I I played Fire Red Extended and some Pokemon Shield a little bit, and that's that's all she wrote. Um, yep. so Odin. It's time to get into the uh, insufferable Pokemon media argument proceedings. First of all, let us find out who was the victor of the previous episode. Now, let's let's take these one by one here. Uh, first debate was, who is the best fossil Pokemon? Now, let me see if we can even remember what the stances were, because I, I, I particularly put the stances instead of our names in the in the in the poll so people can't just vote for their favorite without listening. Uh, so let me see if I can remember whose stance was, was it what. like per generation or was it who was the best fossil Pokemon? Who was the best fossil Pokemon? I believe you said I see the answers are Armaldo and Kabutops. I believe I was Kabutops and you were Armaldo. I think it might have been Armaldo. I might have had Armaldo. Yeah. Yeah, Honestly, I don't even though, like Armaldo that much. So it probably was you that brought in Armaldo. Yeah, because you chose because you wanted Kabutops. Makes see, it's fucking size for hands, bro. He's pretty based. Uh, um, let's see what the results were. Okay, no votes on this one. L- looking good so far. Uh, <laughs> next debate: What is the best Pokeball? I remember I picked the Quick Ball. So whatever, whatever isn't the Quick Ball is you. <laughs> Let me see. First, I said Beast Ball. I don't know why I pulled up this list on my phone instead of my computer when my computer is much faster, but you know, Marty too deep. Uh, No votes on the Pokeball one. (laughs) Uh, uh, Okay. Uh, Are HMs good? I I remember this one clearly. This was a heated one. Uh, I'm pretty sure I said yes. You did say yes. I'm pretty sure it started as like a different argument. And then it turned into RHM's good because you said HM's was good, and I was so shocked by that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no votes on that one. Um, all right, what is the best Pokemon ROM hack? Is the next poll. I remember saying Pokemon Sweet. I think you said... Radical. 
called Red. The last fire. The last fire red was probably your answer. Oh, Let yeah, me see. The last fire red, maybe. No, it was, no, it was, it was the... radical red. It was radical red. Yeah, radical red. And moment of truth. No votes. All right, folks, you, you failed. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> We're no, none of us are. You're not getting any jumping jacks out of us today. Fucking vote on the debates if you want to hear us grunt into the microphone as we jumping jack with our fat, disgusting bodies. Um, Speak for yourself. The world- <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I really only ever see you from like the up- upper torso up, so I can't really judge your body type. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh... I think I just assume everyone is fat until told otherwise. Pretty so much is how I, is how <laughs> I, how I tackle it. In fact, till proven innocent. Yes. <laughs> That's fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Like, I also have this other thing, right? And uh, Penguin fell victim to this. Whenever I only see somebody once. Oh, Gingy fell victim to this, too. Uh, whenever I only see somebody once for like a brief period, like I look at a picture once or like I see them on video chat for like a second and then I don't, and then I don't see them for a long time. For some reason, they always remain in my memory much uglier than they actually are. Wow. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I only, when me and Jinji like were first like starting to talk, I saw a picture of him once and I didn't look at it for very long. And I thought he was like the ugliest motherfucker. Like in my, in my mind, he looked like, so a guy you would find like smoking crack on the side of the road, but so then I looked. Horrible. And then I looked at a picture of him more closely, and I was like, "Okay, he actually oh, doesn't look that yourself, bad." Riley. It's, 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 listen, I saw one picture once for like twenty seconds, and I was like, "Oh God, he looks terrible." But I was wrong. And with Penguin, uh. it was like no, nobody knew what she looked like. It was like a big mystery. And then she turned on her video camera once in a chat. And then I joined, and she turned it off immediately because it was, like, funny. But I only saw her for, like, one second, and I thought she looked, like, super fucking old for the longest time. Because <laughs> that split second I saw of her, she looked old as fuck. But it was just because I only literally saw her sure for, I'm like, half Penguin. a second. Yeah, Penguin, Penguin is young, and she doesn't look old either. It's just that I only saw her for, like, a second, and somehow in that second, she looked like an old lady. Yeah. But anyway, enough about me having horrible visual biases towards people. Um, it's time to have some Pokemon debates. We're going one-on-one like motherfucking Duel of the Fates, which, yeah, by the way, new theme song. Uh, thank you to Demi Gloom for making the beat. I wrote it and I rapped it. And, and it's funny. Uh, so originally the deal was I was going to give Demi Gloom $10 and she was going to make the whole thing. Like she was supposed to write the rap, do the rap and make the beat. But then she just like sat on it for like a month. And then she was like, just like, Riley, I can't do it. I can't write this. And then I was like, okay, fuck you. Just send me the beat. And then I wrote that rap that I sent you. I sent both of you in the chat. Jinji's listening in. You heard him a second ago. Um, I sent both of you in the chat this rap. And you both said it was great. I wrote it in fucking 20 minutes. (laughs) Demi couldn't do in a month what I did in 20 minutes. (laughs) But she did make a sick beat. So (laughs) thank you. That beat is pretty fire. <laughs> so thank you to Demi Glim for that. She she got six dollars instead of ten dollars because she made the beat and she aligned my lyrics, but she did not do all that was required of her. <laughs> but anyway, 
let's have some motherfucking Pokemon debates. And I kind of, I don't want to go in the order I sent them to you with, because I feel like the debate I sent you first is probably best saved for last, actually, because it's like the most interesting one. Okay. Um, so I think a, a good thing to start with here, just, you know, a standard, you know, Pokemon debate. What is the best Pokemon rival? Now, Odin, you, so how we do this show for those uninitiated is um, just to make sure we don't have the same arguments. Like we alternate between one of us sends the other their stances first so that they don't get copied. And Odin sent me a name that I don't even recall this person existing. So Odin, tell me about this person, who they are and why they're the best rival. No. So I didn't mean to write that. I meant to type Wally. Oh shit. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm tired. (laughs) Yeah, Wally. Okay, so I do know who that is. Tell me why he's the best rival. Because he's just some sickly little kid who wants to become a Pokemon trainer, and he looks up to you, and he becomes your rival so that it can help bring him like farther along the road. And as this time and process keeps going, and your friendship grows and become you know like friendly rivals, he starts being more. He starts feeling better and starts becoming more healthy. Okay. So it promotes a positive growth for an individual by surrounding themselves with someone who isn't toxic. All right, Odin. Now I see where you're coming from with this. Uh, now I, I don't want to. I don't want to take your thunder. So if you have any more p- initial points you want to make before I bring in my stance, please feel free. Go for it. All right. So what you just described, right? You know, Wally is a rival who through his interactions with you, a positive force in his life, grows and prospers and becomes a better person. Now, that, that's all cool and all. Like, you know, positive messages in our children's games for babies. Like, okay. But what, what is not the greatest pleasure, but the exact fucking opposite of that character arc, where a, a rival starts super positive and then you, the main character, through your just absolute fucking murder of his entire hopes and dreams, just completely shatter any dreams he once had. I'm talking about Hop, folks. Hop is the best rival at Pokemon. <laughs> because but he learns you... a valuable lesson about himself and then becomes <laughs> it is, better. His valuable lesson is that he fucking sucks at Pokemon. That's the valuable lesson. <laughs> You, throughout your whole journey, this is like your best friend who you were raised with as a child. And he's like, I want to become a Pokemon master and I'm going to make you my rival. Because every Pokemon master has a rival. And then you just absolutely fucking stomp him at every step. You fucking bully him and steal his lunch money every time he steps to you. And he literally, like, gives up his dreams. (laughs) <laughs> because you beat him so bad. And it's it's really it's the most satisfying thing in Pokemon. Just absolutely just destroying the hopes and dreams of this young boy. Like, you know, he might have like a little positive character arc at the end, but at the end of the day, he just wanted to be the best. And the one who re- truly nailed it in for him that that will never happen is you. <laughs> what you said hop, right? Yes. So, Galar? Yes. I mean, yeah. I guess. You just... It's so satisfying. Because I don't like him. (laughs) He's really annoying. So it's so satisfying to, throughout the story of the game, just destroy his hopes and dreams. This is a lot. (laughs) That says a lot between you and I. 
what kind of people <laughs> we are. Yeah, it's funny. These are like exact opposite parallels. It's like you like Wally because he starts low and you build him up. I like Hop because he starts high and you fucking knock him down. I don't know. I, I just think in terms of satisfying gameplay, because Wally, you only fight him like twice. No, like you, you, fight you, him. you fight him you, three times. Do you? Yep. Wait, when's the third? Wait, no, no, no. So there's the Victory Road. There's the one in front of Mauville City Gym. What's the other one? Were there really only twice? Yes, it's Ma- in front of Mauville City Gym where you just uh, you give his Ralts a wedgie and you move on. And then it's the one in Victory Road where he's fucking awesome and cool. Give his Ralts a wedgie. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah, uh, you know what? I still, I, I'm still sticking by what I said. I still feel like Wally is the best rival ever. It's understandable. The, uh, I think the character growth is so good and so wholesome. It is. It is wholesome. I, I understand. I like Wally. I like his arc, but I just think, in in terms of a Pokemon rival, I think the purpose they've always served is to motivate you, the player, in some way. Like, Blue, like, you know, he was an asshole, so you liked beating him up because he was an asshole, and it's like, fuck yeah, better than you, stop being mean to me. And, and Silver was just like, I'm an asshole to my Pokemon, so it's like, yeah, I'm gonna beat you because you're a fucking idiot, and you don't, you're not nice to your Pokemon, so you suck, die. And then, and then you know, it just, it just kept going, and like, I think some of the later rivals weren't as strong. But the thing about Hop is, like, it gave a new catharsis where, like, they can't make the mean rival anymore. For some reason, like they just refused to do it. So they made you the mean rival. And I love it. <laughs> yeah, you you get to be blue in that you you're you're hanging out with Hop, who's just like this fucking uh, smiley fucking uh, happy pappy Pokemon trainer, and you just absolutely just annihilate <laughs> everything he stands for. And yep. he's like his the the end of his arc is like, maybe I'm not that good at Pokemon, and that's okay. But yeah, he's just seething and coping. You, you've destroyed his hopes and dreams. That's that that speaks so much about the differences between you and I. The, so the, it's all it's all polygons and ones and zeros, Odin. I would never do this to a real person, but when it comes to playing a video game, it's very it's, still, it's fun it and it's fun. Speaks so many words so loudly. All right, all right, that's fair. Now, now, Odin, did you have anything else to say about Wally, or are we already done with this debate after two minutes? <laughs> Look, I've I've said my piece about Wally. He is the best. There is no contest. And as and and I guess in regards to character growth and development for where he started, the, the positivity of it is what makes him the best. All right. Yeah, that's you, you know what? That's fair. We'll we'll see how the we'll see how the votes uh go out on this one. Um now hold on. Okay. All right, folks. Next debate: best music track in the Pokemon series. Now, now, Odin. Let me let me tell let me absolutely destroy you before it even begins. Okay, because I got my stance. The best music track in Pokemon is the the song "Emotion" from the Pokemon Black and White game. This fucking song do you know what i'm talking about yes okay so this fucking song is literally just 
Like, this is, like, the epitome of just, like, sad music in video games. Like, it's such a beautiful composition. It brings out emotions in you, that, as the song would suggest. I literally, like, I tear up when I hear that fucking song. And also, just, like, when a sad thing happens, and I'm thinking of... Sometimes when I'm just existing, I'll think of, like, soundtrack in my head, because I'm, like, I'm a weirdo who does that sometimes. When, like, sad things are happening, that's the song I fucking think of. Is that song? <laughs> it is like the epitome of the sad things are happening. This is the music. It just the way it's composed. It just it it brings it wells up emotion. It's it's so powerful and so good. Now now Odin, tell me tell me your song that probably doesn't have as much emotional impact as mine. The sun and moon uh, theme song opening. So when you say that, do you mean the anime opening or yeah, the the anime opening? Oh, so under the Alolan sun. Yep. All right, Odin. What what makes under the Alolan sun as good as emotion for black and white? Tell me. I know that that is my favorite Pokemon song outside of the advanced battle opening. You you should have said advanced battle opening. That song's dope. You might have me with that. Like those are those two are my favorite, but I love I love the sun and moon one so much better. Under the Alolan Sun. That that one's that one's probably hands down my top favorite. Um it's just I like how it sounds. I mean it's true. It does have a good aesthetic. I'll I'll give you that. It has an amazing aesthetic and I I, I, I love it. It makes me happy every time I hear it. I'm not a person who listens to openings. After I've heard it once, if I don't like it, I skip it. But yeah, if I come across I'm having the fun opening, in the sun. Good song. Yeah. But like if I come across an opening that I love, I will listen to it every time. That's true. Uh opening some openings are good. Like, like I love that I love that like meme photo. It's like one of those like you know, like the Chad memes yeah. where like the like shitty guy is like, skip the opening, bro. And the Chad's like, not this one, bro. <laughs> Like I love just like the Soul Eater opening. That that shit slaps. I don't recall. I've only oh, seen a couple right. episodes of Soul Eater. I don't just, just later on YouTube Soul Eater opening. Okay, that's fair. It's so good. The second opening of Death Note is like my favorite metal song. That <laughs> period. You, you watch yeah. Death Note, Odin? Ever you Death Note fan? Um, I think I've watched part of it, but I've never finished it. I'm lazy. It, it is the best show of all time. It's very good. I've um, heard. The, the, my, my profile picture is the main character, and it has been for like two months. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, Under the Alolan Sun, I will, I will give you that. Like, it's a very fun song. It, it kind of gets you in a good mood. Which I, but I don't think it's as visceral of a good mood as the visceral bad mood <laughs> that emotion conveys. And something about just how, like, a, a music crack can like carry an emotion that well truly speaks to me. And there, there are very few tracks that I've heard in anything really that hold the amount of emotional power that I think emotion from black and white does. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm sucking its dick a little too much, but I think it truly does carry an emotional weight that makes it a very good, just like a music piece in general. Like even even beyond Pokemon, just a very good piece of music. Yeah. All right, Odin. 
Um, shit. Next, next debate, I guess. <laughs> we're we're getting through the through these a little too quick. I think. <laughs> well, I told you. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I guess you did tell me. That's fair. I told you what state I was in. A state of arousal. <laughs> That's definitely not it. it. Don't listen to him. He is. He is so wrong. Don't. Don't. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, Odin, Odin, he doesn't want to say it flat out, because it's technically a crime, but he does have a prostitute jerking him off right now. Well, that's, that is, <laughs> uh, if if that were true, I'd be a lot happier person. <laughs> I, yep, yep, right. yeah, I'd be a lot happier. Alright, now I think, I think this debate's gonna be a pretty heavy one, right? Now... Odin, I do want you to go first on the last debate, but I'm also going to let you go first on this one, because I know your answer, and I think it's a, it's a good place to start. Uh, the best Pokemon in Smash Bros. Give it to me. Because it's going to be hard for me to argue my way out of this one. You do have a great answer. But please, please tell the audience. It's Pichu. It always will be. If, if, if Pichu is in Smash Bros. as a playable character... It will always be the best Pokemon, uh, playable Pokemon character in Smash Bros. Always. Um, it, 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 he fucking slaps, man. (laughs) He fucking fucking slaps. I mean, he hurts himself, but he's fucking can kill, man. He's deadly. Like more people should learn how to play as Pichu. I guarantee you, it'd be a lot funner games. That you know, that's gonna be hard to argue with, but I'm gonna try. The best Pokemon in Smash Bros. is Jigglypuff. I knew you were gonna say that bullshit. Now I knew it. I, I actually fought myself in my head for a long time. I did have a different answer for a while, but at the end of the day. I could not convince myself to argue for anything else but the pink puffball himself, Mr. Jigglypuff. Now, Jigglypuff, has, he's been around since the very beginning. Jigglypuff has been in every Smash Brothers game known to man. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah. He's, he's good. He's very good. Um, and the thing... Slaps. He does also <laughs> slap, it's true. <laughs> And the thing about Jigglypuff is that, like, you know, Pichu, very cool, very based, does slap. Awful to play as, objectively, in a competitive sense. Now, Jigglypuff is also cute and cool and based and slaps. And in, I think, two or three out of the five Smash games, he's actually really fucking good. He's only in two Smash games. Melee he's in and... all of them. No, he's not. Pichu? No, Jigglypuff, I mean. Oh, okay. Uh, Jigglypuff is no, in I'm all of them. No, I'm saying, yeah. The Jiggly, uh, yeah, Pichu's awful in both games he's in. <laughs> but uh, fuck yourself. He, he, listen, I love him. He's just not good. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I, I, I know. It's hard to hear, and God knows it's hard for me to say. But Pichu's not good. Stop saying that. <laughs> it's not true, no matter how much you say it. It's not true. But, I refuse. Uh, Jigglypuff, in Melee in particular, he's like a top-tier threat. 
Like, I think he might be, like, top five characters in the game, like, in terms of, like, competitive usability. He, he hits hard. He hits quick. He, he has really good recovery. And he's got the rest move, bro. He's got fucking rest. You know how fucking awesome rest is? The best thing to ever do in Smash Bros. is to land a fucking rest with Jigglypuff. Just the absolute fucking disrespect of you absolutely destroying your opponent, setting them flying and all, pretty much guaranteed to die by falling asleep. It's, it's truly, truly a sight to behold. I love hatting people. Now you you had to I don't I don't know the fancy terminology. What is hatting? So hatting people is basically um, catching uh, while you're going down and they're going up, uh, catching them like getting inside of their hitbox with yours while they're while they're going up. It's like you know when you toadstool somebody, like when no. you jump on, when you jump on top of their head. Wait, okay, yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's like that. You're doing that with Jigglypuff, and instead of jumping, once you actually get on top of them, you keep going down and press down B and rest in it. And oh, shit. Oh. You're, you're making my argument for me here, Odin. I think, I think you put yourself in a tough, a tough spot. <laughs> yeah, Pichu's still better. Na- name one reason. Smaller hitbox. Fuck, he did he did it. He named it recent. <laughs> Shit. Um But does Pichu have a co- as cool of a move as rest? Didn't think so. Not yeah, not true. His down B is also hella good. Did the you know fun, that it physically thunder? It physically pulls the enemy down if they get struck with the lightning. It doesn't just shock them and um it doesn't just shock them and shoot them up. It physically pulls them down. So you can almost use that as a dunk. Yeah, but Pichu's not even good. Like he hurts himself. I just gave you a reason. Pichu's yeah, but good. The, any reason you provide me that Pichu is good is something that Pikachu can also do and not hurt himself. Pikachu, Pikachu's thun, uh, thunder doesn't pull down. Wait, and Pichu's does? Yeah. Really? It's like it's like Falco versus Fox. Their uh, their their dash. Uh, fo- uh, Foxes shoots them up. Falco shoots them down. So if you catch them over the ledge, you can you can dash them and hit them. It'll it'll knock them straight down. It's like a it's like a, a meteor smash or a dunk. <laughs> Damn meteor smash! Pichu out here doing Goku moves. <laughs> but yeah, like it's there's all these like little like slight nuances that can make the game so much more interesting. Because if you can pull it off, you literally just you're a god. Did you actually play with P- Pichu honest, honestly? Yeah. Like, no, no lies. I do. do. I play with Pichu all the time. I use the Team Skull uh, cap costume. Okay, that is pretty fun. That is like the most adorable thing to ever exist. I do. I, I do agree. Yeah, I play Pichu like he's a little punk. Like he's like he's a little punk from Team Skull, and he's just a he's just a rude ass. So he's he like, disrespects everybody. He's a little street thug. He has a he has a pocket yeah. knife. It's my it's it's my Pichu street thug uh character that I like to play and I just whoop people with. I mean I, I like to play as wizard Pikachu, but some people disagree that that exists and they're wrong. It's birthday hat <laughs> Pikachu, but it's 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 a wizard hat. It is a wizard hat. The birthday hat for the birthday Pikachu Pokemon card, that's where it started. Listen, 
I don't give a shit what fucking Pokemon cards you talk about. I don't give a shit about none of that. This is the debate, goddammit. Motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) This is the real debate. Wizard hat or party hat? Fuck. I think it's a wizard hat, but but no. Okay. I'm starting to come around on Pichu. Pichu is pretty based. However, Jigglypuff is just a very... He's, you know... Not not to use the forbidden word, but I have to at least once. He's a very iconic part of the Smash Bros. franchise. <laughs> That's fine. You can be iconic a part of it and still not be the best. He's, I don't know about that. I think I think Jigglypuff is just like you know because Pikachu's normie shit, right? Like fuck Pikachu. Everybody, all, all my homies say Pikachu, but Jigglypuff he's been around for the very beginning, all and right. he's not normie shit. So let's so go like this. Cool. Ron Weasley is iconic inside of Harry Potter, yet he's not the best. Yeah, no, Hermione is the best. We'll go with that. Who do you think is the best in Harry Potter? Nope. I don't have a suggestion. I'm not a Harry Potter fan. Oh. I'm not either. I've seen, like, one of the movies. And based on that one movie, Hermione was the best. But yeah, but, like, see characters who've been there from the beginning are i can be iconic characters doesn't mean that they're going to be the best jigglypuff well, sure, is jigglypuff amazingly also good. happens to be the best <laughs> jigglypuff is good but is far from the best uh, and out of the best pokemon honestly i i'm biased towards pichu but if we're gonna like really break it down i don't even think either of ours are considered to be the best pokemon character and like the actual Smash games, yeah, probably not in it. terms of tears, but like I think it's just we're 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 debating a combination of bias and of logic because because you know the, the, their competitive standing is part of it, but it's not the whole shebang. No, it's not. But yeah, we we we're, we're we'll we'll just agree to disagree. I mean, <laughs> we are debating, so I don't know. The, the, we we agreed to leave it to the votes. <laughs> yes. Whoever lo- whoever loses is wrong. That is objective. <laughs> Our audience decides who is right as who is who's wrong. Uh, Jinji G- really wants us to know that his answer is Greninja, and he's not correct. Greninja's <laughs> <laughs> fun. Greninja's cool. I like him as a Pokemon, just in general. I don't think he's. I don't. I don't like him in Smash. I don't know about it. I think he might be my least favorite. Pokemon play as in Smash. Honestly, if Lucario was able to have the same fighting style as in Project Melee, for like the actual like combination fighting, like the buttons, that would be so much better. Like Lucario would be the best Pokemon character. Are you talking about Project M? The Project M, yeah. Project Melee. Okay. Project I've M. never heard it actually referred to as Project Melee. Everybody calls it Project <laughs> M, so I was thinking it was a different thing. Yep. Uh, Project M was pro. Uh, their their uh. Lucario, the way that they f- he could fight was probably the would have made him the best Pokemon character in Smash Bros. If they would have, if Nintendo would have been like, that's a great fucking idea. You see, if we're if we're talking about fan work, which I guess Project M isn't as much of a fan work as what I'm talking about, but but anyway, if we're talking fan work, the best Pokemon in Smash Bros. is <laughs> Snivy, who is a playable character in. I think the second most popular Super Smash Brothers fan game behind Smash Flash 2, uh, Super Smash Brothers Crusade, has has Snivy as a playable character, and he's pretty base. And I like it. He's cool. 
crazy. It, it's a really weird choice for sure, but he is he is a fun character to play as. And they also did just like in one of their most recent updates at Heracross as well. And he seems like he's pretty fun, but I haven't played with him much yet. Smash Brothers Crusade is good. That's that's the moral of the story. Everybody go download Super Smash Brothers Crusade for your computer. Yeah. I like I like fan games. Fan games are good. But uh anyway. I think it's time for our final debate, Odin. And now the question on the table. Is Pokemon Legends Arceus a step in the right direction for the Pokemon franchise? No, no, Odin, let's you have a you have more of a nuanced take here than than was really even asked of you. So let, let's let's hear your take. So I think that Legends Arceus, in the regards of being in the uh, step towards the right direction for Pokemon games, I think it possibly could be. Um, obviously, you know they've been working on trying to do the best like 3d graphics for like Pokemon as they possibly can. They're trying to figure out, you know, what's the best way to run it. How should the open world, how should that open world concept style be? Let's try, let's first try the whole 3d modeling model aspect out with, um, with X and Y. Okay. That, that was, that was an interesting take from the start because they open up a whole new like dynamic and range for the game and was you were able to make it more immersive i think the approach that they're taking right now graphically wise is definitely really good i think they're doing a pretty solid job um however in the regards of certain functionalities maybe not you know um i did not like the aspect of the pokemon being i don't think they had abilities at all and oh they the pokemon didn't have abilities that's in, true uh, legends arceus did they true no yeah like i didn't like that step i didn't like that step backwards that they took I get why they did it because, you know, Gen 1 didn't have abilities. Um, I don't know if Gen, Gen 2 had abilities, right? Yeah, they had abilities. They did not. Uh, the abilities not were introduced know. in Gen 3. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, abilities were introduced in Gen 3. Like, so Gen 1 and Gen 2 did not have abilities. And Legends Arceus took place way before that time. So I get why they didn't do it but I still did not like the, that backward step that they took there. Um, I think as far as the Pokemon being able to bring them out at any point, anywhere, these certain types of functionalities, I think was really great. I think it was awesome. Um, the aspect of how like battling and stuff and like the, like, and <laughs> Some of it was okay. Um, I it felt like uh, part of it felt like they were trying to mix like the Pokemon Go, like the Let's Go games, with the aspect of like where the Pokemon could like run away from you, like any Pokemon could run away from you, or like the uh, so, like it's like the 
playing where the whole game is a safari zone. Is what it felt like. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I see, I see what you mean. Yeah, but like, like the game is definitely has good things that could make it a good, a right step in the direction. But there are definitely things that they should leave behind. I feel like. Um, I wish I had more. I wish I had more examples right now, honestly, because I feel like when I thought about this and th- thought possibly I should have wrote them down when I had them, because I actually had some really good points about it. Um, you were you were too busy uh, partaking in Colorado's favorite pastime. But yeah, so hiking obviously is what I mean. Yeah, obviously hiking. What are you guys thinking? Get your minds out of the gutter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, get your mind out of the pipe. Then get your minds out of the pipe. <laughs> I think you need to get your minds out of the pipe, Odin. Nobody was talking about pipes until you brought them up. Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think it could be. It's a it's a possibility that it, it's a step in the right direction, but they need to they need to take what was what came out what came good out of it and what didn't, and they really need to uh, look at it. Uh, I definitely do think I, I, I liked the ha- I liked having the option of of evolving your Pokemon when they have that opportunity so that you don't have to like after every level or after every like battle and whatnot that the Pokemon gain experience uh, that they after their level up their evolution level, they they keep trying to evolve. You have to keep pressing B. I liked how they uh, how they handled the evolutionary aspect. For um, for this game, I think it was good. Not really a whole lot else, honestly. Uh, it's there are definitely parts of it that are gonna make for it to have this, the right direction for next Pokemon games. That's what I got. All right, now, now, I see what you're saying, Odin. I, I understand where you're coming from, and now, I I just wanna I, I wanna let it be known for the record. That I, this is once again, like the Smash Brothers argument, I had a different position on this for a long time. Not because I actually believed differently, but because I had like this whole like satirical joke argument planned where I was going to say no, because change is bad and fuck change. And that was the whole, and that was going to be the whole crux of my argument. But at the end of the day, I couldn't bring myself to do it because my, my true equivocal answer for the, for this question is yes. Of course it is. Now, here's why, right? Because you kind of have to frame it differently from what you're used to, right? Because the Pokemon franchise, you know, we have this whole podcast about it. We've been doing it for 100 episodes. When There's a, there's a particular way that it's, like, talked about and framed, like, traditionally. But you kind of have to go outside, like, you know, the field of comfort uh, to, to discuss this game and its merits to the Pokemon franchise. Because... There's, there's, there's some about Pokemon. Now, here, here's a quote, Odin, and I want you to guess from where this quote originates. Okay. Yeah. This, this quote is, uh, like a level 80 Metapod, this series is long overdue for an evolution. C- can you guess where that quote comes from? I have no idea. This quote comes from the Electronic Gamer Magazine review. Of Pokemon Crystal. So, cr- critics for a very long time and people who are like more, 
you know, wide out there gamers who are not laser glued into the Pokemon franchise have been clamoring for strong change for a very long time. And it's, you know, the po- the Pokemon franchise has always remained this tried and true formula that's kind of, you know, they've made mechanical changes, obviously, plenty. Um, but at its core, it's always remained a very similar game. Yeah, yeah. And that's good for people who really like the Pokemon franchise. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's a formula that keeps us all coming back, us dedicated fans who do 108-episode podcasts about the franchise. But when you think about a more broad scope of gamers that are out there, there are many, many people who have dismissed the Pokemon franchise for a long, long time because it just refuses to make any real significant changes that would bring new people in. Until now. Pokemon Legends Arceus is is the fucking evolution that these people have been waiting for since Pokemon Crystal. Okay. And I'm not I'm not plagiarizing this argument from a Sabres Park 64 video, by the way. It can't, uh, <laughs> if, if somebody accuses me of that, you're wrong. <laughs> it so Legends Arceus, it, it just they they went balls to the wall. And I feel like that's something they should have been willing to do a long time ago, but I'm glad they finally did it. Just because they took Pokemon and they kept like the real core of like these po the real core of Pokemon is the Pokemon and the collecting and battling aspect of the Pokemon. That's what you don't fuck with. And they kept that at its most base elements and they built upon it in a very different way and created a very different game. And I'm super fucking into it. I have not beaten the game yet, uh, to be fair, uh, because I have this problem where I don't play video games a lot. Uh, so I haven't, I've only played it for about maybe six hours, uh, but those six hours were really fucking fun. And, you know, maybe I would prefer, like, you know, they just made fucking, uh, maybe I would prefer instead of them doing B- BDSP and Legends, they made like a really cool, like actually stuff has changed remake of D- Diamond Pearl, like a la something like Oraz. Maybe I would prefer that as a traditional Pokemon awesome. Maybe Maybe I would prefer it, but... This franchise, if it's going to continue to persist beyond us, needs to change. Because once we fucking grow out of it, or once we die, is, is probably the quicker thing that will happen than us growing out of Pokemon. But once we die, what's going to be left? Because I don't think the, the core Pokemon formula as it stands is really pulling in new audiences anymore. It, of course it is to an extent, because any video game that ever come out comes out is going to have some sort of new audience. But I, I, I think people, even even younger demographics, are starting to like realize at this point, like, yeah, Pokemon's been the same shit uh, since my parents were kids. Like, why would I give a shit about this? Yeah. So I think Legends Arceus is, you know, there, there are flaws, and, and you described a lot of those flaws, Odin. But the question is not, is Legends Arceus literally a perfect, unflawed game that is the best thing to ever come out of Pokemon? Is it, it, the question is... Is Pokemon Legends Arceus a step in the right direction? And I think that for the franchise's health and well-being in the future, despite what I might want as a traditional Pokemon fan who just wants to play the traditional Pokemon forever, the healthiness of the franchise moving forward and its persistence as one of the biggest media franchises in the world, it has necessitated that they go in new directions. And I think Legends Arceus is definitely a great framework. And I hope the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet 
build off of the good parts of Legends Arceus and refine some of the parts that maybe weren't as good. And at that point, we'll have maybe even the perfect Pokemon game. I wouldn't be surprised if Scarlet and Violet come out and they're my favorites because they had Legends Arceus as their, like, you know, trial run, and it's really fucking cool. Yeah. So if they take what they did in Legends Arceus and they refine it with more of the more advanced uh, advanced aspects of the Pokemon franchise uh, previously, like maybe they add some abilities, maybe they add, add more, like, held items and cool shit, but they keep, like, this fresh feeling, this open, fresh world feeling of Legends Arceus, I could see myself loving Scarlet Violet more than I've ever loved a Pokemon game. Yeah. That's fair. So, uh, so yeah, actually, I think... I'm actually excited for Scarlet and Violet. Like, I am, I am genuinely aesthetic about it. <laughs> Genuously, genuinely aesthetic. <laughs> I'm so aesthetic right now. I said ecstatic. Oh, it sounded like you said aesthetic. <laughs> that was really funny. I said ecstatic. People make the, mistakes. Gigi says Quaxley for the fucking win. I agree. Uh, Foy Coco. Uh, hello? Did you guys talk about that uh, when they when it dropped on Pixels? Okay, Genji Genji says yes. Um, cool. I'm I'm glad you're in in with the Quaxley camp, Genji. Uh, uh, Odin is lame because <laughs> he's he's not picking Foy Coco. Okay, I'm gonna I'm he's gonna cut in here real Quaxley. quick. Okay. I am typically, and I'm sorry to interrupt into the episode. I no, am you're good. Typically, a water starter trainer. I've consistently picked a water starter Pokemon of every single generation, except for generation one. And I chose my boy Charmander. Oh God. Why'd you have to choose the worst fire starter? I have my reasons. Well, do I really believe I also that? I have a tattoo on my arm because of it. But that's true. That's fair. Who's the worst fire starter? My, my uh, Fennekin. Yeah, it, it might be Fennekin, actually. I don't dislike Fennekin, but he's probably, like, the least memorable. Like, I like his line, but, like, not as much as any of the other fire guys. Because I am... For me, I almost never go water. And I, I alternate between fire and grass a lot. Like, uh, going through the motions, it's like... Okay, so Gen 1, it's Bulbasaur, grass. Gen 2, Cyndaquil, fire. Gen 3... Trico, Grass, Gen 4, Chimchar, Fire, Gen 5, I can't even choose between Tepic and Snivy, they're both my precious children, and I will love them both equally forever, and you'll never make me choose between them. I would rather turn the gun on myself than turn the gun on one of them. Uh, and Gen 6, Gen 6 is the exception. You're, you're forgetting the best Pokemon out of that pair, out nah, of that trio, he's dude. Our, he's Don't I, bullshit me. But, he's I, but Tepic and Snivy. I know where you better. live. That is, you do know where I live. Uh, I, I might I will die. Find you. Uh, Gen, Gen <laughs> six is the exception to the rule because uh, I, I do like Froakie out of the three. Uh, and then Gen seven, I thought was going to be another exception, and they broke my fucking heart by making Breon fucking awful <laughs> and making Primarina not as awful, but still not great. So I ended up going with uh, Litten in that gen. And literally the same thing happened in Galar, where I was on the Sobble boat, and then the evolutions weren't g- good. And then I, I picked the fire guy instead. Yeah. So I really hope that doesn't happen in Scarlet and Violet. Quaxley, please don't have shitty evolutions. Please. Please, Quaxley. Telling you now, 
Fue Coco's final Evo is either going to be Fire Dragon or Fire Ghost. That would be pretty based. I doubt they're going to do Fire Ghost because they just did that with uh, Legends Arceus. Maybe. He'll probably be Fire Dragon. Or Fire Fairy. I could see that. That, that could be. That could be. Um, but yeah, is that, is that it for the debates? Is that all the fuel we got in the tank today? I think that is all that I personally can offer. All right, you motherfuckers. Vote. If you are listening to this, there are straw polls in the description. Usually the straw polls don't fucking matter and they're just there for fun. In these episodes, they matter. Vote for the debate. Vote for the stance you stood with. And then next time we do this, which will hopefully be in a month, knock on wood, uh, one of us who lost will have to do 20 jumping jacks. Or we'll both have to do 10 Mm -hmm. if we tie. But we didn't do any this time because nobody voted and you guys don't deserve our jumping jacks because you didn't vote. Uh, But all right, folks. I decided uh, that our good, our good friend, uh, former co-host and listener today, uh, Raging Gingy, he has he has a segment that some may consider his favorite part of the episode. I decided I decided to let him do it today. I decided to throw him a bone. Oh, how how kind of you? <laughs> how kind of me? Uh, so, Gingy, uh, uh, why don't you go ahead? And once I do the math here, okay, it's exactly an hour. Okay, take it away. Did you take it away? Do it. Okay. All right. Can you guys hear me? Yes. (laughs) Who's that Pokemon? Okay, cool. Just just double checking. Uh, Do you guys want to do 15 questions or shall I read a deck entries are dead now. It's always 15 questions. Okay, cool. All right, so I guess, well, uh, do you want me to go to first then, Odin? Because we're, we gotta alternate. Yeah, that's fine. All right, Gingy, this is the new question, and you're not allowed to refuse it because I've decided not to refuse it. Uh, this is the new question that everybody asks now, and I get to ask it now because I'm no longer the curator for this episode. Is this Pokemon one of the starter types? Ooh, that's a good one. It is. <laughs> no. All right, so we've eliminated three types off the board. Good first question. Odin, hit us with another one. That's, That's a not really a starter. good one. It's not, yes, it's, we know it's not a starter, and we know it's not any of the starter types. So it's not fire, water, or grass. Is it a legend? Yes. All right, <laughs> we've eliminated many options now. Very, very good, very good. Um... All right, well, we're two questions in, and we've already got the pool down, so I think we can start uh, trying to eliminate region. Uh, let's see if I can get a lucky shot here. Gonna gonna feel out the room. Gonna use my ESP to get the region in one shot. Is this Pokemon from the Johto region? Go die in a fire, you motherfucker, yes. Holy shit! You guys got it. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a couple of them. We'll have it eventually. <laughs> You have 12 questions left with, what, five legends? No, six? That's true. So, yeah. Well, Odin, it's time to start alternating. Make your guess. So, so here's, here's where we put it. We know okay. it's not Entei. We know it's That's not true. Tweetun, and we know Shit. it's not Celebi. And we also know it's not Ho-Oh. Okay. So it's literally either oh, uh, Lugia or Raikou, then? Is, yep. Are the only options okay? So which um, one are you taking? Excuse me, me, me being a smartass. Technically, Pikachu is a starter. 
So you no no no, no. like classic classic starter types is usually yeah, the question. Pokemon Yellow, that's a classic. It's a starter. Okay, fuck you. That doesn't count. Usually we don't nope. count that, that but also, but I guess there you go. It's Lugia. Pokemon the episode's national dex number two forty nine. Lugia the diving Pokemon. All right, now you gotta read us the Pokedex entry and then give us a slowdown oh, set. Okay. Oh, I know. It's uh, Pokemon Silver, Dex Entry states. It is said to be the Guardian of the Seas. It is rumored to have been seen on the night of a storm. And your Sword and Shield moveset of Lugia. The best set, because Lugia is typically a wall. You run Roost, Ice Beam, Whirlwind, and Toxic and or Thunder Wave. Using the Heavy Duty Boots with the ability Multiscale, Bold Nature, 252 HP, 160 in defense. 96 in speed. And for those of you who play Pokemon Go, uh, Apex Lugia is now a thing. Best moveset for Pogo for Lugia would be Dragon Tail with Aeroblast, preferably Aeroblast Plus Plus, which is the purified uh, Apex Lugia. So uh, Dragon Tail with Aeroblast Plus Plus and Sky Attack for the second charge move. All right, there you go, listeners. Uh, we've done it. Pokemon the episode. There's your surprise, Gingy. I'm not. I'm not even going to put it in the description because I. I said a long time ago that the rule is you don't get to be in the description unless you're you start unless you're on the episode most of the time. So surprise, Gingy cameo. Pokemon of the episode, boo. folks. There you go. It's a better crossover than Endgame was. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The Multiverse of Madness be damned. This is the best cameo of 2022. Oh my god, that movie was so fucked. I haven't even seen it. I, I, literally, okay. I'm just destined to not go to the fucking movie theater. Because it's it's so like... It's such like a an unfortunate detour. Uh, that I don't really get to do most times. Because I have a bunch of podcasts to do and shit. And literally what happened? I was not there to see Doctor Strange. But at least would have eliminated one of the movies that I want to see before Doctor Strange. So I could eventually maybe see Doctor Strange. I was at the movie. Literally left work. And I bought a movie ticket. It was an, it was an hour later. Because unfortunately the timing sucked. So I went, and I went out to eat. And I went back to the movie theater. And I was there. I was literally. I, I scanned my ticket in. And I went to the bathroom before I went to watch the movie. And I got a text from my mother that said she made a dinner in the crock pot and left it there and left it on. And I had to leave the movie theater because I could not leave the dinner there. I fucking like I appreciate the dinner. The dinner was very good. And I told her that much like, thanks. I appreciate it. It's not your fault. But fuck, man, the worst timing ever to occur. (laughs) Truly unfortunate. I, I just, I, I literally, I was about to see everything everywhere all at once. I had the ticket. I, I've been wanting to see this movie. I would have rather went to go see the Nick Cage movie, but that one was not playing until two hours after I got out of work. So that one I'm going to have to see on a day off. Um, and I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to make it to the movie theater before all the movies that I want to see are out of the theater. I want to see, there's four, there's literally four movies in the, mo- the movie theater that I want to see right now. And I have an unlimited subscription, so it's not monetary stuff that's stopping me. It's just scheduling. Um, I want to see The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which is a movie where Nick Cage plays himself and goes on a spy mission, which is the funniest premise I've ever heard. So I wanted that. That's priority number one is I want to see Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I want to see everything everywhere all at once. I want to see Firestarter. 
and I obviously I want to see Doctor Strange, but that's like that's like low tier because like I'll, I'll be able to watch that in Disney on Disney Plus in like a month. So who gives a shit? Uh, but yeah, those are those are the four movies that are in theaters that I want to see right now, and I want to go out and get to see them. Hopefully, I've, I've I keep missing movies. Like I want to see Jackass Forever in theaters. I missed that. There there was something else in theaters around that time that I wanted to see that I missed too. I don't I don't remember what movie it is now, but I I did miss it. I know in July I'm seeing fucking Bullet Train. I I'm seeing Bullet Train opening night. Bullet Train looks fucking great. Have Have either of you seen the trailer for Bullet Train? I have not. No. It is a it is it's like one of those like campy like action movies. It takes place on a train. It stars Brad Pitt, and the, the plot of the movie is like he's like a secret agent and he has to get a briefcase. But there's a bunch of other like bad guys there for the briefcase, and it's like a really campy and fun action movie, and they go all in on like comedic uh setups uh with the premise and it looks really fucking fun i uh, did <laughs> riley's movie recommendation of the, of the day go see bullet train in july it looks really fun do you have a, do you have any movies that are coming or are in theaters currently uh, that you want to see either of you uh jurassic world dominion oh shit when that when's that coming out june 10th next month oh, okay okay so it's pretty soon uh I saw, I didn't see the first Jurassic World. I saw the second one and I thought it was like, okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how Dominion is. If I get, if I get around to seeing it. Did we ever, did we ever review Jurassic Park, Gingy? Uh, yeah, you'd have to look at the Patreon. Cause I know there it was a plan for a long time, but I kept blowing it off. Yeah, I'll see. Maybe we, we, we did take the bite out of that. Aha! Ba-da, ba-da. Was that oh, a no, good you, joke or was it extinct? It, it is for, it's extinct. Fuck you. Uh, are you a movie theater guy? Any movies you're looking forward to? Odin? Um, oh, okay. Lightyear? Oh, shit. Yeah, that too. That's coming pretty soon, huh? Uh, Isn't Chris Evans Buzz Lightyear? Yeah. Yes, he is. Um, Damn. I'm also looking to uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, that that's true. Uh, that's another oh, just don't like get me started movie. on that. Yeah. Shit. It looks really fun. I just hope here's my hope. And I know it's not going to happen because I'm pretty sure James Gunn himself has literally said it's not going to happen. But I just want Thor Love and Thunder to end in a position where Thor is going to be a main cast member in Guardians 3. Just change your minds. Make it so. That's what I want. It honestly needs to happen. I, I want I want Thor to be a main character in Guardians 3. It, it, it should be. And I know, I know the Guardians are going to be pretty uh, major characters in Thor and Love and Thunder, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Like, I lived for the... the <laughs> I lived for the uh, dynamic between Thor and the Guardians in Infinity War and in Endgame. It was truly, truly beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, enough about... Enough of uh, movie hour. And let's let's bring insufferable Pokemon media argument four to its end. Uh, thank you for listening, folks. Vote on the issues. The issues. It's, it's not largest issue in the galaxy. Uh, vote on the debates. <laughs> vote on the arguments. Um, Odin, where can our listeners find you? You can find me on Twitter at by Odin's beard. That is Odin with two ends. Uh, don't forget it. I'm never gonna stop saying it. If you have any questions, quandaries, queries, or concerns, hit me up. I'm a DMs. I'm all ears. Damn it. Shit. 
Man, Fuck. you still haven't caught on to that after all this. I, I don't say that on Variety Hour. I say it on Pixels, and I will. Thank you for reminding me. I will fucking say it tomorrow night, or I will cut off my pinky toe with a knife if I do not say it tomorrow night. Well, you wow. shouldn't have said that, because, you know, editing magic, my good sir. Yeah, well, no, I, I'll know that I said it. It's, it's an honor system. <laughs> well... <laughs> I guess. Oh, is, I don't think that's even possible. I don't think you cut through bone with a kitchen knife. Yeah, you can. It takes just as much force to bite through a finger than it does to bite a carrot. Fun fact. Like even counting bone? Yes. Damn, okay. Well, there you go, folks. Very very easy to cut off your pinky toe with a knife, apparently. Uh, anyway, you can find me uh, anchor.fm slash Riley Megafeed or the Riley Podcast Megafeed on your podcast platform of choice. It's the Riley Podcast Megafeed. You can check out a whole bunch of cool podcasts there. And in the description of that feed is everything else that I do. So you can shickety check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's it, folks, for Pokemon Variety Hour, your favorite Pokemon podcast on the internet. <laughs> Inseparable Pokemon Media Argument. I forgot it's it's a different show during these episodes. <laughs> thank you, thank you all for listening, folks. And you should uh, sh- shuckle wow. my far fetched. I-, I forget the joke that we came up with the first episode. <laughs> I, but, well, hold on, you don't fuckle with the shuckle. No, because we had something silly. It was yeah, yes, because uh, this show. Uh, by the way, you can check out in the description. It's a uh, it's a spoof of a show that already exists called Insufferable Social Media Argument, which is a general comedy debate show by some YouTubers that I like. But at the end of every episode, they say, suck my dick, fuck my ass. And we thought of a Pokemon version of that. It was like, shuckle my far-fetched. I don't remember what the other thing was. I don't remember. Uh, I'm really upset. You're gonna, we're going to have to go back and look for it sometime. Yeah, the ne- next time we will say the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> But all right, folks, thank you for listening. See you next time.